As we start the semester, I just want to focus on three words. The first word is pride. Second word is humility. And the third word is catch. When we look at our, our, our break, one thing that hopefully most of us saw was that Pope Benedict passed away. And one thing he's most famous for is, is, is this line that he gave that's just a, a, an awesome one-liner. If he had one-liners and he's number one, it's, it's this. He said, the world has made you for comfort, but you are not made for comfort. You're made for greatness. You know, the, the world you know, offers, offers you comfort, but you're not made for comfort. You're made for greatness. And I, I love that, that quote because um, we're just in this culture that's constantly trying to make us comfortable. But they're all false comforts. I don't know if you ever noticed that. We go to, maybe you go to social media or maybe you go to um, alcohol or, or whatever it might be. But it never satisfies the human heart. And Jesus in our gospel, he comes to us. And what he's doing is, is he's going through the opposite of pride. And that is humility. He's saying you're blessed if you're poor in spirit. And I think that's just so over, overlooked and misunderstood. You know, as, as we look at um, what it means to be poor in spirit, that means I'm so weak, I actually need God. Doesn't mean you don't have faith. That's how I thought about it my whole life. Like, blessed are the poor in spirit means, means people don't have faith. But no, the Lord is saying you're blessed if somehow you realize you have an innate need for God. And if you have faith, that should also inspire gratitude in your heart because look around campus, like there's a lot of people who just don't have any sense of faith or hope. And if you have like that faith the size of a mustard seed, there should still be gratitude growing in our heart. Pride looks like something. Pride sounds like something. Uh, and pride is, is, is extremely frustrating because uh, when we're prideful, it's, I got this. I don't need any help. And externally, we might put on this mask. We try to perform and act like we have it all together. Um, but interiorly, if I like actually opened up, there's a lot of like hurt and pain in there. And for those of us who, who have taken that journey to say, like, I don't have to act like I have it all together anymore. Um, I'm, I'm going to be weak is actually the invitation for us this week. Weakness. It's not a high, highly sought after thing, but when it comes to um, us as followers of Jesus, it's actually an invitation not to say, how strong are you? That's what the culture offers. That's what pride says. The invitation is actually, are you weak enough to follow Jesus? Are you weak enough to actually rely upon other people? And are you weak enough to stop acting like you don't have it all figured out? You, don't, you actually don't have to perform anymore. And there's, this, there's actually this freedom that the Lord is inviting you into. But to be weak, we also have to get away from those false comforts. False comforts. You know, sometimes we, just, we just, just binge on YouTube or we binge on Netflix. We think it's going to make us comfortable, but actually when, we, when we're done with it, like it, we're just like frustrated because I just wasted maybe five hours or six hours just anonymously scrolling. And a lot of the messages we hear tell us things about ourselves that are they're very hurtful to us, that we're not good enough, or you'll never have the right body. And it, and it, and it, just, it just wrecks us. And we, and we form this very negative negative image of self, but then our pride can creep up because then I have to act like I have it all together because that's what it means to be happy. But notice what Jesus says, what it means to be happy. happy. Happiness and humility go hand in hand. Jesus says, blessed are the poor in spirit for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. 
Blessed are they who mourn. Like actually take time when someone dies to grieve, to know that that person was made in the image and likeness of God. You're actually blessed if you know how to mourn and grieve. When things are, are just simply difficult and you don't act like you have it all together, you're actually incredibly blessed. He goes on to even say that, you know, blessed are the meek for they will inherit the land. You know, meekness doesn't mean we, that you're weak. It actually means you have an inner strength to wait and persevere. He says, blessed are they who hunger and thirst for righteousness for they will be satisfied. We see so much injustice happening in our world. And so often the current generation on campus is being known as something I'm, I just heard this recently, becoming known as the silent generation. They see bad things happening. They see people hurting. And maybe it's even been you a few times. But instead of offering a, a word of compassion, we just become indifferent. Which that's not my problem. But for those of us who actually step into that, you're actually incredibly blessed. Jesus even goes on to say, blessed are the merciful. Like there's so much power when you and I begin to actually accept the forgiveness of God. We stop being so prideful and we just like let go and we actually have a, a sense of freedom, of humility, of, of, of for being forgiven. But there's an invitation there also to forgive myself and then to go and forgive others. And I'm not going to say that's easy, but if you're humble and you rely upon the grace of God, there is so much freedom there. And what does that freedom look like? What does that blessedness look like? Or what does that humility look like? It looks like walking into a room and having no anxiety. Could you imagine that? That's what Jesus is inviting to. It looks like walking into a room and not feeling like you're walking on eggshells. This is the invitation of the gospel. This is the invitation before us this semester as we walk. But the thing is, pride isn't going to work. But humility will. And again, humility, um, it's just so important to know what humility means. It doesn't mean to be humiliated. I think a lot of people hear that. That's what I heard most of my life. Humility means not like thinking less of, my, or less of myself, it's thinking myself less. I'm actually beginning to look at others as my brother and sister in the Lord. I'm actually beginning to look at others as a person who's made in the image and likeness of God. And sometimes there's actually a freedom there when you're not always consumed with just yourself. Pride is all about the self. It's all about the ego. I've got to constantly feed my ego. Humility is the opposite of that. It's actually I want to lift other people up to raise them up to know who they are, their dignity, their worth, their value. Jesus goes on to say, blessed are the clean of heart for they will see God. You know, having a clean and pure heart is something that David so often sought after. Now this is a guy who very prideful. At one point, he was humble. At one point, he was humble, but he got prideful. But the thing is, he got comfortable. He got lazy. When he should have been out on campaign, he should have been on mission, he began to lust after Bathsheba, right? And after he committed that lustful act with her, he ended up actually um, becoming more prideful. And instead of admitting his fault, he sent her husband out on the front lines, after getting him drunk, by the way, sent him out on the front lines of the battlefield and told the army to to fall back so he could be killed. And when he came to realize his sin through somebody who was humble, a prophet named Nathaniel, he didn't realize that he was incredibly prideful and he has had a repentant heart. If you read Psalm, 40, Psalm 51, and you hear his heart, you hear that, that his heart being cleansed and the Lord forgiving him. 
Blessed are the peacemakers. For they, they will be called the children of God. Why does Jesus say that? He says that because you're blessed if you seek peace by knowing you don't have to take care of it all at all. You don't have to have it all figured out. That's a, that's a freedom. When you're a child, what do you do? do you, go, you go to mom and dad and you say, you take care of it. You help me. I need five bucks, right? Whatever it is, right? We have that, we have that invitation. But then here's the, here's the, the kicker. Not everyone's going to like that. Because pride and humility are opposites. Humility is a virtue. Pride is, pride is a vice. That's why Jesus says, blessed are you when you are persecuted for the sake of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. So the invitation now, as we, as we go through life and we have a, a more humble look at what's actually happening, is we begin, we begin to see as God sees. We begin to see that this whole life is a journey. It's one giant race. It's one giant test. And we begin to see that our reward is in heaven because I'm beginning to realize, wow, yeah, being on Snapchat isn't really making me happy. So I actually, I actually don't need that. And I'm not saying Snapchat's bad. I'm not, I'm not saying that, okay? So please don't hear what I'm not saying. But there's this thing of Jesus saying, like, your heart is made for my love. Like, all of us have that God-sized hole in our heart. And when you begin to say, like, thank you, Jesus, for letting me realize that, he's saying you're incredibly blessed. Then the, it's also, not everyone, again, is going to agree with that because we have a lot of pride in our culture. It means you're going to be insulted and you're going to be persecuted and you have to stand up and you can't remain silent anymore. So he says you're blessed if when they insult you and persecute you and utter every, every evil against you falsely because of me. Why? Because whatever, you, whatever you're feeling, whatever emotions you feel, Jesus has felt it on the cross. Jesus felt it in his life. He laughed and he cried. He was anger and he was incredibly joyful. Everything we feel he's felt. And sometimes it goes into even being insulted. So if you're ever made fun of, we can sometimes say, gosh, everyone's so mean. Or the invitation is in humility is actually to say, Jesus, when were you insulted? You go to the scriptures and you see how he reacted, and you realize you're not alone. It's actually him taking a sliver from the cross and saying, what you're feeling is just an ounce of how much I love you. So notice how that, that, that is when I'm prideful. I can think, gosh, this just sucks. I can't believe this is going on. But the humble reality is, Lord, you're actually letting me feel your passion. You're actually letting me feel what you felt. And actually, through humility, we grow in a, in a a heavenly sense of gratitude. Why? He says, rejoice and be glad because this is not it. This world is not it. And if this, if this is it, oh man, are we in big trouble, right? But he's saying, rejoice and be glad because your reward will be great in heaven by persevering, by choosing the path of humility instead of pride. So the invitation this week is just a simple prayer. Prayer is I just been doing, I've been going through this app um, called resilient faith it's, it's part of the one one minute pause app and it was just so simple it just struck me today when i was meditating on it but it was jesus catch me catch me lord you know the humble let themselves be let themselves be caught because they realize they don't have it all together so i want to encourage you how uh, to pray that prayer this week when you're when you're feeling stressed when you're thinking about being prideful or when you're around people it's difficult or you feel like you things are getting out of control and now the invitation is, is Jesus, catch me. Lord Jesus, or catch me, Lord. 
And by doing that, you're letting him take care of you. Notice how our, our gospel flowed through the readings and is all about Jesus shaming the proud and choosing the humble. He's actually choosing the weak. So if you and I want to be great, there's actually invitations to actually look for places to be uncomfortable because that's where you and I grow the most. Might be an invitation this week just to take a break from YouTube, take a break from Netflix. And instead of caving in on self, to actually open up and go out and seek out others. Is it easy to be humble? No. But it's a lot harder to be prideful and act like you have it all together. Jesus chooses the weak and the humble because those are the ones who realize they need him. So we just take a moment of silence and pause and just ask the Holy Spirit to fall upon us. So come Holy Spirit and please reveal to us where you are inviting us to grow. What are we most attached to that isn't bringing us peace? And we just pray, Lord Jesus, for a spirit of humility to trust you so we can rejoice and be glad and know in our heart of hearts that our reward will be great in heaven. Amen.